0: because yes. we kind of we bought our house as a distraction from the fact we mm. couldn't have a baby um which is a stupid reason <by> <laughs> <house>. <laughs> um what a
1: house. ladies and gentlemen Welcoming back to your ear holes, your hosts for the basically being better podcast, Rachel and Abby.
0: The day that they tell you you're pregnant, you're four weeks pregnant, regardless of the fact it was only ten days since they put the embryo in. I
2: know the way they date pregnancies is so yeah, super
0: weird. Um, so I was six and a half weeks pregnant when I had my scan but It was the end of August, so it actually only been like four weeks, yeah. Um, So, when they do that for everyone,
1: don't
0: they? Yeah, because like that dating, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because mine's my pregnancy was way more accurate than most people's because I'm like, I know exactly what day I got pregnant, yeah. Most people are like, Oh, it might have been this day. I'm like, No, he went in this day at this time, I can tell you the exact second he went in, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, yeah, so we went to the scan, and they showed you, it's like, it was a tiny little bean, and he had a heartbeat, and I think I bawled my eyes out, (laughs) um, and that, again, was a transvaginal ultrasound, because he was too small to see, because it was Uh, so small. So basically, all they're looking for at that one is that there's a gestational sac, so it's like a little blob, Mm -hmm. you can't see it very well, but, (laughs) um, that's, the little pink line Uh, is him. Yeah. Um, so they look for this little sack and he had a heartbeat and that was like amazing. And then they're like, cool, we'll see you later. Um <laughs> So they, they sent me away and then Matt went away for ages and then I think we told, I think we, it might have been actually after that that we started having the bleeding. I can't remember, my timeline's a little bit yeah, yeah. Um, but I remember we told my parents and Matt's parents that Matt's parents were in Canada at the time, so it's super awkward. Mm. Um, but we called to tell them because we were worried we'd had the scare about maybe losing the baby, and we didn't want to have lost the baby and not told anyone mm. that it was there, yeah, because that would suck and having yeah. to be after the thing to be like, We were pregnant, but now we're not, and yeah. we thought that would really suck because they were going to be first time grandparents, and it was pretty exciting for us and they all knew what we were doing roughly
1: yeah
0: um so we did that and then he went away and then so my mum came for this next scan which was done nine and a bit weeks um and we got a video and you could like hear his heart beating and it was really strong and basically the doctor said to me at that point um we had a 95 percent chance of having a viable pregnancy which is basically as much as any doctor will give right, you right okay um so it's Basically gives you the same chance as most people get a child-week scan. Okay. Right, okay. Um, Because I was IVF, I got lots of early pregnancy care, where they, I got extra scans, because they want to make sure that you're all good. Yeah,
1: well, you're, pa- well, the, you're not, pa- you weren't paying it that. But lots of people are. But lots of people yeah. are, yeah.
0: Um, and so at that point, my fertility doctor's like, cool, I'm done with you, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I got handed off to normal pregnancy care, and yeah, and so that was basically it. Wow. Um, I was pregnant, and... They handed me off and I got a midwife and had my 12 week scan, and he was all healthy. Not that we knew he was a boy. My husband thought he saw something nice. So. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt reckons he knew he was a boy from 12 weeks. <laughs> um, And then, yeah. Okay.
2: A roller coaster, absolute roller coaster. I've got so many questions. Sure. Okay.
1: <laughs> so many questions. Oh my god, which one do I ask first?
2: <laughs> okay, my first question is, obviously you're going through this and you don't know what's happening or yeah. anything. And obviously with the bleeding, that's absolutely terrifying. You've got someone you can contact to ask
0: Yes. constantly um, about stuff. You have nurses you can call between like 8 and 5.
2: Okay, okay. And they, they're like welcome to you. Yeah. So okay. um
0: the 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 fertility nurses. So you call and you like leave an message and you say my name and you say your date of birth okay. and then they give you a call back or like oh. if they answer they talk to you obviously. Yeah. They don't be like, Leave a message. I'm right here <laughs> but leave a message. <laughs> um and then they call you back and they try and like calm you down because obviously it's very like stressful. Gosh, but stress is not great for you it. either. No, no, no. Um so yeah they try and keep you really
1: calm but they're really helpful. Yeah. Um Oh I'm sure they get used to like Dealing with so much, yeah, yeah it's yeah, scary. I, yeah,
0: yeah, um, yeah, and I am still on meds for the first ten weeks of my pregnancy as well, so you still have to like call them and like be like, "I've got to do this. What? Are, what? Yeah, I need yeah, this or yeah, blah blah, yeah. blah blah." Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay.
2: Can't remember any other
1: questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I've got one. Yeah, so it's obviously really expensive to do this. Uh, without funding, yes. What is the what is the cost? Um,
0: so I'm under the impression that the average cost for a uncomplicated round is between twelve and fifteen, including right. the medication. Twelve and fifteen thousand. Yes. Wow.
1: And un- uncomplicated um, means so that's no x e, or or extra meds. Right. So because of your husband's poorly swimming swimmers. Yeah. Um, and so it, yeah, that would have cost more.
0: We estimate roughly based on what we can see of their pricing that owls cost between eighteen to twenty each time. Wow. Man. And then there's an extra cost on top of that for every transfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So every transfer is another five. Okay. That's
2: a lot.
1: That's a lot. It and there's lot. people
0: who who pay for multiple rounds, like seven, eight rounds. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. It's up so quick. That would just be constantly, just the roller coaster that you went through for two rounds. Just,
0: yeah. Wow. Most people don't get the number of embryos I got my second round either. Okay. So, like I said, my first round we only got two embryos, and that's fairly standard. You normally get between like two and five. I got 14 in my second round. Right. So, I still have 13
1: frozen. Hmm. okay so all of Flynn's siblings are like frozen they're all made <laughs> on the same day they're all just in a freezer somewhere. right so that was that was another question I had so if you wanted to have kids in the future yeah you would still do IVF but a different
0: so we would way? continue transfers we don't have to do the right. stems again because we've already got all of our embryos yeah they just trans- we'll just transfer them back
1: in right so they defrost them and then put them back in Okay, yeah. so that's, so and that was like five grand, did you say for every transfer or something?
0: I think so. I'm not sure if we have to pay for the transfers now yeah. because we have a baby. We're still looking into that. I think we don't have to because they're still technically part of the second round that um. was funded. Um, but I don't know if having a baby has changed that. Mm. I don't anticipate it has because it's not like that sperm got better. No. Yeah, true. Um, no, it's not like your infertility has just, gone away. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. yeah.
2: That would be, yeah, that would be really interesting to um, find out. Find out. That would make sense. I see how you're saying it's just another transfer in the same cycle. Yeah. I
0: do. Was just It was just a baby in the middle. Yeah. um, But I don't know if they'll see it that way. I've got to contact them because we want to see about also seeing if we can have them transferred out of Auckland because that's the only thing really keeping us there at the moment, which is stressful because yeah. we have a baby and we want to be around our family. and Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. So, okay, mm. s- um, another question. You've got all your other embryos frozen, Yes, do you have to pay for them to continuously be frozen, or is that something that's included in the treatment?
0: I am under the impression that we only got six months free, but they haven't contacted me about paying for them, so until that point, I'm assuming... And you are just typing. I'm assuming that they can't just be like, we've been t- looking after them for like a year, now pay us. Because I'd be like, um, well, you should tell me. Yeah. But like, I'm pretty sure the cost to keep them frozen is something like three or $400 a year. Okay. So, so it's, it's not it's- super expensive. And we would obviously pay that to keep us frozen. Yeah. Um, Because we would ideally like to have another baby in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: And since having Flynn, have you... Gone back to having your site, so it's only been six months. Oh, are you still breastfeeding? No, not, not breastfeeding.
0: I stopped breastfeeding at like four months. So,
1: have you got your period? Before? Um,
0: I've had one, okay. And then I think I'm last time I checked, I can check. I've always got them on apps. Yeah, you got it. I use 50 million apps, <laughs> so many apps. It keeps my, my life so easy. I'm on cycle day 43 at the moment, right um so that's a fairly standard for me i sort of run normally like 32 to 45 okay. so i would expect it to come in the next week or so maybe yeah <laughs> but it could yeah. not who knows um also after having a baby it takes a while to like regulate yeah, itself yeah. so i don't know yeah. how much of that is like me and how much of that is like the fact my hormones are still like ah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we grew yeah. so a human yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Sure. give us time girl yeah. yeah um oh okay really interesting what was the most surprising thing about IVF?
0: Um Oh, that's hard. Yeah, well, that is a tricky question. That's a really tricky <laughs> question. Um it it takes a lot more like mental power than I thought. And going from one round to a second round didn't make it any easier. Like, having done it once didn't make it any easier. Like, the first time I had to do my injections, I sat there for a good half hour, like, crying being a real dick, being like, getting it close and being like, no, (laughs) And so, like, and you get over that because you have to. And so, like, the first round you do the injections for, like, two and a bit weeks. And then I thought when I got to the second round, I'd just be like, meh. And yeah. i've done this before and i still sat there for like 10 minutes being a dick being like nip, 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 <laughs> and not injecting myself because like he, it's very against human nature to like dare yeah, something in. i mean it set me up well because then i ended up gestational diabetes while i was pregnant so i had to inject myself with insulin towards the end which is in your like pregnant stomach which is so much harder because oh, you're like oh man. my god there's a baby in there they like the needles are tiny like it's there's no way it's going to get to him but it's still like yeah very very hard yeah um but yeah, it set me up well for that.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so tricky.
0: Um. But yeah, it's a real emotional, like up and down and up yeah. and down, and it takes a big toll on like. It took a really big toll on my partner as well. Like Matt, emotionally took the brunt of it because he's got to deal with me, mm. and he's like my lifeline. But understand. he's also processing the fact that all of this is happening, and he feels a lot like it's his fault. And yeah. it, it's it was really hard emotionally on both of us. Oh, it yeah. would be.
1: It'd be just. Oh, just emotionally, you're as you say, like on the person that has been, like, mm. labelled the 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 infertility. Yeah, infertile. It, the issue. Yeah. It would be. Yeah.
0: Oh. I, I yeah. mean, it's super interesting. Like, since we've had Flynn, we still have lots of people being like. So you're gonna have another one, and we're like, yeah, we're thinking about it. And they're like, oh, you know, people tend to get pregnant naturally after having the first one through IVF, and it's like, yeah, but it doesn't fix sperm. So yeah. people automatically assume it's me. That's yeah. the problem. They people don't automatically go to like the male. Yeah. It's it's, it's always, always automatically like me. Yeah. yeah, and it's like it. I find it really interesting because I'm like, well. It takes two it, to tango. It takes two yes. to tango. It's not always the, the woman, but it's always assumed that it's a, a female problem and that like you're the reason you can't have kids. I
2: know, always. Yeah. Absolutely, always. And it's so funny because I don't know how many times like you read in poorly advised information or hear people say, oh, it's majority female anyway, but it's actually 50-50. Yeah. Oh,
1: Yeah and there's so much stuff that affects us for our menstrual cycle it affects men's sperm as well like all the things that we talk about on on here about affecting our menstrual cycle same goes for the sperm
2: yeah and yeah exactly exactly like we've got our menstrual cycle but then males have
0: their their sperm constantly like growing and getting created yeah exactly and
2: they've got like a daily cycle yeah is what they've got but yeah
0: you meant pretty some convinced issue. it was his computers, computer use, yeah. and he like cooked them. Um, that's what he reckons it was, and he works in IT as well, so yeah, he's yeah. worried the radiation from that. So he always looks after the younger guys he works with. Now he's like, no, no, I'll do it. I've got mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Stand so, yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: um, Pcos related question. Yes. So prior to trying to conceive, you had no idea that you had PCOS? no, because I was on the
0: pill. Uh, And so, what I assumed was my period was was not not. withdrawal bleeding. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Another question. Did you...
2: You obviously decided you wanted to start having kids, and you went off the pill. Yes. And how did you get... Your period back before you started trying?
0: Or? Um, I was still getting it. Yeah. Sort of on and off. Yeah. Um, but that's sort of... It was kind of... That's what kind of triggered me that something was not right. Because I was like... Well, you keep being like, oh, maybe I'm pregnant. And it wasn't. Yeah. Um, and then... That's oh. like a down buzz every time. Yes, and so it got to the point where it's like had been almost three months, which is not ideal when you're trying to have a baby because you need that like monthly, yeah, <laughs> to yeah. be working. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's what kind of triggered us in.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But so interesting that it was that that triggered you, but actually it was. Matt that was the, yeah. the thing yeah. yeah and that's
0: the thing if it, if I hadn't gone into a doctor and got diagnosed we might not have known for quite a bit longer yeah. yeah um
1: like if you were having a monthly cycle I guess if you were having a monthly cycle and everything seemed okay in terms of your side you would have you started anyway. questioning why it wasn't happening probably
0: but it probably would have taken longer and it pro- we wouldn't have Flynn now because like I said Matt got deployed for like 5 months yes. after we figured it out um, so, he wouldn't have come back until March, and so we would have started trying again last yeah. March, and so we probably wouldn't have even thought about infertility treatment until yeah. maybe this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just really fortunate. In my life plan, I always considered, like, I always wanted to start having kids around like 25, and it, it, I ended up having my baby at 27, which is not, like late in terms of like the yeah. world it's fairly early but in terms of like my mental like this is my plan i'm a very like plan oriented person right. and so it kind of threw me out because i was like oh especially supposed to be having like the second one now not the first one and, <laughs> but it's, it is what it is and it's all timed the way it's meant to be timed yeah. and yeah, yeah. We've, we're on our own house now and like we wouldn't have had that if we'd had our baby when we started trying because mm-hmm. yes. we kind of we bought our house as a distraction from the fact mm-hmm. we couldn't have a baby um which is a stupid reason to buy a
1: house. How to distract buy a
0: house. We just kind of needed to like shift focus. Yes. And so we did shift Somebody focus. Somebody to work towards. And we bought the house. And then just after we bought the house, we started IVF. So it kind of worked out really beautifully for us where we like owned our own home and then we started our IVF and now we have a baby and we own our house. And yeah. like our careers have all worked out. My husband got promoted just as I got pregnant, so we got, oh, like, that nice sort of pay rise as I was nice. coming off. It worked just really nicely. Yeah. It worked really beautifully. Yeah, yeah. it was meant to
1: be. Wow. it's so true. Um, While well, you were saying that, I had a question. Did you have one just send? I, it's gone. I've It'll got so bit. many questions. Okay,
2: go. I've got so many questions. Okay, we're moving past IVF where, like, you're pregnant. Yep. Okay. They passed you off, like, once you're pregnant. Yeah. And then who's your primary care person? Is that your midwife? Your lead
0: maternity care is your midwife. Okay. Yeah. And
2: I understand that's kind of like an online dating situation?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. You <laughs> basically, um, I, t- I have a few friends that have had babies in the last kind of like year or two. Um, and so I talked to my friend Lisa who had her baby January last year and was like, hey, who'd you use as a midwife? Because I have no idea. Yeah. And so she put me in touch with her midwife and her name was Heidi. Um, And Heidi originally took me on and then was like, oh, sorry, can't, I've got too many ladies that month. I work with this lady, Arlene, and she's great. Um, Maybe see if she can fit you in. And so I ended up going with Arlene, um, who was lovely, and she was my maternity, my midwife. Right. Yeah. Um, Weirdly see. enough, Heidi actually ended up delivering Flynn because oh. it was um, Arlene's weekend off, so they cover each other for a weekend every uh. every week. I think they go on and off. Yeah. And Flynn was born on a Saturday, so Heidi was on that weekend, so yeah. Heidi's the one that delivered him.
2: Oh, that's so funny. Um, so it
0: was kind of like weirdly like, oh, yeah, <laughs> cold. This has happened. <laughs> this is weird.
2: Um, oh, okay. And then once you're with the midwife, how often do you see them?
0: Um. So I met her around 12 weeks, and then... I think I saw her... You see them, like, every four weeks in the first and second. So, like, 12, 16, 20, 24, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then I think once you hit 30, you see them every two weeks. And then when you hit, like, 35, 36, you start seeing them weekly. Okay. I had Flynn at 38 weeks, so I don't really know from there. I think once you get past, like, 40, they see you every few days. Is
1: 38 weeks... What's, what's like, a standard meant to be? Babies meant to be bought at 40. Forty, yeah, and but they've already added an extra four weeks. Yes, so e- extra, extra two, two, really. So sorry, extra two. So
0: technically, he'd been in there thirty six weeks.
1: Okay, so he was still sooner than would be. Um, no, all babies, all babies, they just So babies like.
0: born at forty weeks have still technically only been in there thirty eight weeks because they count your pregnancy from the day of your the day that your last period started. Oh my but you don't ovulate until like two this weeks after like like that. Yeah. It does sound like mess. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of mess. This is a myth, really. Yeah. <laughs> um,
2: okay, that's really interesting. Really interesting. What was? Sorry, let us know if you have to go no, or anything. No, it's fine.
0: Matt put Flynn to sleep, so Flynn's like well and truly in bed by now. Okay. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> he's he'll be asleep. He's a he's like a dream baby at the moment. <laughs> he sleeps through the night. Oh,
2: good. Um okay I've got a lot of questions I need to focus my energy. Um <laughs> I'm focusing in on <laughs> don't know what? Uh oh okay. Two things I'm going to have to say them at once or so I'm going to forget. No. One, what was the most surprising thing about pregnancy itself? Okay. And two, what was something you wish
0: you'd been told about pregnancy? Okay. Most surprising thing, um I think how much I really didn't like it. Yeah. Oh. I felt and I the feeling of guilt that comes with that because I worked so hard to get pregnant and I worked so long and then I felt really sick and I was tired, like and that was away for the first sort of month or so of my pregnancy. And I would kind of I had to work all day, so and nobody at work knew I was pregnant. So it's not like you can be like, just be nice to me, I'm pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then getting home and not having met the support. Yeah, so like I would go to work, and then basically I had no energy, so I lived on fast food for about three weeks. Yeah. Um, because I had no energy to cook or do anything, and so I would go to work. I'd leave work about half past four. I would buy dinner. I would eat dinner. If I didn't eat before about six o'clock, I would throw it all up. Mm. So I had to eat it, and then I was asleep by half past six, seven o'clock, and that was my life. Um, and then I thought I, I thought I was really lucky, like I didn't get sick. I was just really tired, and I'd get a little bit nauseous, but not like throwy uppy. And I was real smug about it. I was like, I didn't get morning (laughs) sickness. And then at ten weeks, everyone was like, my body was like, screw you, bitch, let's go. (laughs) And I got really sick, and I was really sick for about eight weeks, and I would like throw up. Pretty much everything. Um, I could barely eat. I lost so much weight while I was pregnant. I think I lost, like most people talk about gaining weight, I lost 10 to 15 kgs. Wow. Um, On top of having the weight of him and he was 3 kgs at birth plus the plus which is another maybe a kg at the most. Yeah. So there's like 4 extra kgs. So I lost 15 plus that So maybe 20 while I was pregnant, yeah. I have put it basically all back on now. Um, because eating with a newborn is not really easy. You just kind of eat what you can. Um, but yeah, so that was the thing that surprised me, is I really didn't enjoy it, because I didn't feel great. Yeah. And like, you're getting bigger, and you feel heavy, and you can't sleep, because you're not... I always sleep on my stomach, and you can't sleep mm. on your stomach, and you're not allowed to sleep on your back, because it can compress blood flow to the baby and yes. make you sick and you go to sleep on your left side but then I'd sleep on my left side and that would be turned into my bed and then my husband would turn in and he'd breathe on my face yeah. and I'd be so angry <laughs> so so angry and I'd get ragey right as and then I'd wake him up and he'd get angry with me and I'd be like don't bring me angry with me I'm carrying your child be nice to me do as I tell you now roll over <laughs> Um, and every time I had to roll over I had to wake fully up to roll over because I needed pillows to like prop everything oh, up to help me get to sleep oh, it just it's not like pregnancy is great for some people. Some people have it great. My pregnancy was not ideal. I got gallstones oh. at 20 weeks um, and then I got gestational diabetes. So, my pregnancy was not like all like sunshines and rainbows and like glowy skin and all of Which that nice is stuff.
1: often what it's portrayed as yes. to is yes. like to outsiders such as myself. Which a
0: lie
2: because I'm yet to talk to someone that's felt that way I know. about pregnancy. Yeah, no, same. Yeah. I haven't spoke to a single person.
0: I mean, it's cool, but it's so scary, and I was so anxious the whole time. Yeah, I was so anxious at the start that I was going to lose him. Yeah, and then he would he started moving at about eighteen weeks, and then I was anxious if I didn't feel him move enough. And then I, to the point where I have like a diary on my phone for about three months where I'm tracking every single time I felt her move. Yeah. Cause I like recognize a pattern. I'm like, hey, here's no fucking pattern.
1: He <laughs> <laughs> just when he wants to move. Yeah, look.
0: And so it was like freaking me out because I'd like text them and be like, they'd be like, does he normally move now? And I'm like, he has no pet and he just moves when he wants to move. Mm. Like, I I don't have a pet and he's just not moving and I haven't (laughs) felt him and I don't know how long it's been and I would like freak myself out and I'd call Matt crying and be like, I haven't found a move and Matt would be like, okay, and then so I was drinking like copious amounts of orange juice to drink it real cold and it, spikes his sugar and he moves they bounce <laughs> um, but then I got gestational diabetes and I couldn't do that anymore <laughs> because it's sugar and so that was out And so it it's, was all very like it was great and I, I was so in love with him and like wanted to meet him but then I'm such like a research orientated person I was reading lots of stuff on Pinterest and then I got gestational diabetes and so I was reading lots of stuff about that and then they tell you like I think the thing that I didn't realize, and this may be something that surprised me, not about my pregnancy, but just in general, is that most stillborn babies are born after 40 weeks. Wow. So a lot are born after that. Basically, they've been in there too long and they overcook. Overcook.
2: Wow. Um,
0: And then you've got the other end where they're born, like, way too early. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: There's so much to worry about. It is so much to worry about. So I was
0: worried that... I was worried up until like 26 weeks because at 26 weeks they're technically viable out of yes. the womb. So I was like, cool, if you're born now you're viable, you might you, you, you might, might survive. Might. Um, okay. <laughs> and like at, at 26 weeks they've got like a 50% chance of surviving. At 28 they've got like a 75 and so on and so forth. Yeah. I think if they're born in about 30 weeks they're pretty much guaranteed that they can yeah. Look after them as long as there's nothing like massively screwed up. Yeah,
2: you must just be like counting down to reach that next milestone Pretty much, it's be, like, really just scary. They
1: just got to get there. Get there. Um, and then, Do you think that was exacerbated by the fact that you had gone through so much to get him?
0: I don't know. Yeah. I because I've had other friends who were pregnant around a similar time and they were quite anxious about it as well. I think it's a fairly common thing because, like, you're growing this life inside you and you feel real, like, responsible for it. Like, everything I ate, everything I did, I was like, holy crap, there's, like, another person and if I hurt myself, I'm hurting you and it, yeah. it's very scary. Mm. Um, I think I was more conscious of, like, I can't easily replicate this. Right, so if yeah. I lose him, I don't know if I'm ever going to get this again. Because yeah, I've got 13 yeah. embryos, but none of them could take. Yeah. So I was like, if if you're gone, I am I might never get this yeah, again. Yeah, for sure. Um, and that's a really scary thought, to be like, this may be, me- this may be it, what yeah. I've done, yeah. and I may not even get to meet you. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. And then once he's been born, he's alive, we're good. But it's still scary. Did the, yeah, did the anxiety <coughs> no. transfer to the fact that now you've got a moving. Oh, yeah real life like it outside never goes of the body thing to be <laughs> to keep after. alive
0: <laughs> I have a like camera we have a camera that we have in his room and I like my sister we bought it with us when we we're traveling and I can like watch him on his camera and my sister's like what is wrong with you because <laughs> my, my mom had him for a, overnight the other night so Matt and I got a hotel room and it was great Yeah. um my sister's like oh you just don't trust you and it's like it's not that I don't trust you it's legit I will check it Multiple times a night when I am there, he slept in the room with us last Friday, and I still checked it like four or five times mm. to make sure he's okay, to see if he's breathing. And if I can't see it on the camera, I have to go in and put my hand on his stomach and check that he's still breathing because mm. I'm so stressed about Sids now. Mm. Right. So it, it just kind of transfers um, sudden infant death. I think now they call it SUDI, which is sudden unexplained infant death, or what, death of so
1: die
0: the Babies can just die. Oh my god! <laughs> and they don't know why. Most of the time it's due to suffocation, um, due to non-safe sleep. Yeah. But it's stressful. There's so yeah. much extra stuff. Um. So now he's six months old, the risk of SIDS is like halved. Right,
1: okay. So um, the
0: older they get, that the, sort of thing. Basically by 12 months it's gone. Okay. But it's very stressful because you're like, holy crap, I brought you into this world and now you could just like fall asleep and just never wake up. Yeah. And they don't know why. <sighs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> um you had another question what was your other question oh, i don't know um so you wrote something that surprised something... me about pregnancy and the other one was what's something you wish you knew something i wish i knew before it yeah um i think it was just like i said i'm a real research oriented person so i read lots of like pinterest posts i
1: probably like my label was a nightmare <laughs> and so i went in with like a like it could go really badly right so you mean researchers in like Finding out from other people what their experiences were. Basically,
0: worth. like, lots of blog posts, just reading, mm-hmm. like, what I might need, yeah. what might happen, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I went in with a good understanding of, like, things go real badly. <laughs> <laughs> I was really lucky. <laughs> Mine was really positive. Yeah. um But I went in with the understanding of, like, some people had it really shitty. Like, I have my friend Lisa with her first... She went into labor and then was in labor for, like, two days and then had to be induced because it wasn't coming out. And then he got stuck and so she had to have an emergency seizure and the whole thing took about four days. Mm. <laughs> and so that's a sucky experience. Yeah. And so, like, her second baby, they didn't even give her a choice. They're like, no, she's a C-section. Right. There's no choice. We're, like, cutting it out. That's it. Um, So, like, I knew that there was a chance that things could go badly. I think one of the things I wish I kind of knew was, like, how, like, mentally you shift a lot just from, like, being pregnant to, like, have your baby. Like, I remember lying there after Flynn was born, and Matt had gone home because he couldn't stay because it was level four. Oh, yeah, of course. She also had her baby during COVID. Yeah, <laughs> level four lockdown, second weekend. Um, So, Matt couldn't stay, so um he was gone. And I remember looking at Flynn, and he was in his little bassinet next to my bed in the hospital, and, like, looking at him and feeling, like, missing the feeling of feeling him move in my stomach. And that was stupid because I could see him, but I was still like, I miss you in here because it's different. And, like, it it translates, and you're like, I I know you're not in here anymore, you're here, but I still physically miss the movement of feeling him move in my stomach. And, like, having him there, and I was so stressed and, like, worried because I couldn't keep him safe anymore because at least I had him like contained and I was like I can't drop you or like <laughs> yes. lose you now you're like out and I can drop you and so I had dreams for like the first six months of like I'd drop him or like especially in the first six weeks I had, I couldn't carry him over concrete I couldn't help t- carry him downstairs I barely left my house because I was so scared I was going to drop him mm. and that he'd be gone yeah. and it just freaked me out and I'd have dreams about it or like I'd drop him I'd in dreams I'd like drop him in the shower and I don't know why I'd have him in the shower in the first place but like <laughs> I'd drop him in the shower and then I couldn't find him in the shower in the bottom and it was just stressful as so yeah Aww. I think there's one of the things I think I wish I'd known before is like the anxiety of like going from being pregnant to having the baby mm. just those are steps of anxiety along the way mm-hmm. I don't know if everyone gets them but I feel like it's fairly common because mm. postnatal mm-hmm. depression is such a thing yeah. exactly um but yeah, it's it was. I wish I kind of knew that it was gonna be so like, holy crap, holy crap, holy crap, You're so long. It's not gonna go away. Yeah. yeah. Well. Yeah. it will get easier. I'm I sure also kind of wish I knew that finished. breastfeeding was hard. Oh, it's oh, hard. Yeah. It's yeah, not. It's not say, easy.
1: People. It does seem like one of those things that people are just like, yeah, you just go, but then whenever I've talked to new mothers, they're that they're on their first, especially they
0: always hard. explained that it's, like, not that easy. No, and, like, mm. with Flynn, when Flynn was born, because he was born at 36 weeks, 36, 38, meh, Um, <laughs> he was slightly early, and so when he was born, they had I had him on a chest, and then his nostrils were flaring, which meant he wasn't getting as much oxygen as they were hoping for, so they had to take him away from me and put him on oxygen, um, and that wasn't working, so he ended up in a skiboo and going to the baby unit. Okay. Um, which is scary because you've like just given birth to this baby and they take oh, him Jesus off in this one life. thing after another yeah, yeah. I, know, it's um, I mean it was it, it was not it didn't end up being a big deal they put him in the skibble and apparently as soon as they put him in he hoiked up this huge thing of like phlegm and by the time because I had to stay there because I'm like bleeding and like <laughs> an absolute mess and I'm pretty sure all I was in was a bra by that point because <laughs> I like had i Bordered, like, 90 to while I was giving birth, and halfway through, I was like, nope, too hot, take this off! <laughs> <laughs> so was, there's no addiction when you have a baby, there's, like, yeah. none. You're just like, whatever, you just roll yeah. with whatever you need yeah. to. Um. So, by the time they kind of, I got me in a hospital gown and, like, cleaned me up, which that's not a fun story either. No. all um, they clean you up? Um, I, my midwife, like, kind of, like, wiped me down, because obviously there's blood right. and so, stuff. so,
1: like, okay, you don't have to ask these you know, questions. Yeah, it's fine. Ripping. Pooping,
0: peeing—did all of this happen? Um, I had—I didn't rip. I had a graze. Okay. Um, on the inside, so I ended up with one stitch. All right. Which is very fortunate. Yes, yeah, it sounds like a good outcome. Um, yeah, and I—it didn't really hurt. Like I know lots of people being like, I couldn't sit down for like weeks after my baby. I had none of those problems. Right. So I was fine. Um, pooping—I think happened. I don't really know. I was like, just—I don't remember very much of giving birth. Um, I. I remember my water's breaking. I remember my husband turning up because he couldn't be there before that. Oh, yeah. So I was in hospital for two days by myself when I got induced. And then he came after I was in active labour. Wow. Um, so I remember him turning up. I remember them bringing in the gas and I remember telling the midwife there I'm not going to do this I can't do this you should knock me out and just cut him out and I'm like no no no. we don't do that I'm like no 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 I can't do this and she's like everyone says that sweetheart you're fine and I'm like no 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 I can't and she was like how about an epidural and I was like I wasn't going to have an epidural maybe I should have an epidural and I was like blabbering at her and she was like okay and then she's like try bouncing on the swiss ball so I remember getting down on the swiss ball and sitting on it and then having a contraction and be like, nope, fuck this. <laughs> Not doing this. Standing up and as I stand stood up, my whole body just went like, We're pushing and I had no control. My body's wow. just like, We're pushing. And I was like, I need to push and then I was like, Don't push and I'm like, gonna come. <laughs> wow, so it's just like a feeling. And you there's no control. Like my body was just like, We're done. This is this is it, we're going. Wow. Um and I got up on the bed and I was on all fours. And I pushed for I think about an hour and a bit and he was born. Um yeah. And so I th- there so might have no, been pooping, yeah. but who- I don't know. I was not really there. In my mind, I was completely silent. And my husband's like, no, you weren't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you weren't screaming, but you were groaning. And I was like, okay, as long as I wasn't, like, screaming. But, yeah, in my head, oh, I don't remember making any noise. I remember pushing. That's about Is it. it? Yeah. I remember it feeling weird when he dropped. Because they kind of, they have to come, like, down and they rotate and, like, drop through. Mm. Um, and I remember that feeling super weird. Mm. And then, Yeah. Man. It's <laughs> incredible. The
2: human body is
0: incredible. It, it is.
1: incredible. Like, but
0: it's we still so look incredible. at Flynn and go like, oh my god, we made you. Yeah. That's so weird.
1: That is incredible. Like, we
0: made a human. That's <laughs> odd.
2: <laughs> we are amazing. Yeah, it's
0: very cool. Wow. Oh
2: my gosh.
1: Do you uh, have any questions? Nah, I'm, I'm... My brain's been blown. Oh, I'm just, man. i will just so much okay okay
2: oh man I feel like I could keep going but I feel like we should call it also (laughs) um final I think this this is going to be the best way to wrap it up I can't even remember what we've talked about. Yeah. Well, I can. But is there anything else that we haven't touched on that you think people should know? Or anything else you would like to add to what we've talked? In regards been? to
0: pregnancy or in regards to IVF or Any, just in general? Just, you Any
1: know, like from. being um, a woman in this day and age. I think...
0: With IVF and, like, infertility, I think there's a huge stigma around, like, people feeling like they're not good enough or, like, their bodies failed them or, like, they're not a woman or whatever because things don't work. Yeah. And I think it's, it's so common these days that it's just not worth getting your head about. It's just, it is what it is. You can't help, if you have a medical condition, you just roll with it. Yeah. This is exactly the same. You can't fix it. You just roll with it. Yeah. You do Um, what you can. So I think it's really sucky that sometimes people don't feel like they can talk about it, mm. um, or that they don't feel comfortable saying, like, yeah, my baby was an IVF baby. Like, I'm so proud of Flynn being IVF. I, like, tell everyone.
1: See, mm. what you had to go through to, yeah. like, people who just have babies regularly, they just had to, have, like, just, I just had to fuck and they're done. <laughs> Whereas you had to go through, I would be so proud if I managed to, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, a baby from that
1: scenario. So
0: I'm really yeah. proud of it. But it also has made me realize that sometimes people say things without meaning to and it can be really hurtful. So like lots of the times we used to get like, when are you having babies? And that mm. fucking sucks when mm. you can't. Yeah. Mm. And it, it used to wreck me. And I used to hate seeing like Facebook. Facebook does my fucking head in when people are like, we're pregnant, and I'm like, fuck you,
1: because I
0: can't, and it it used to destroy me, like, to the point where I'd be in tears for, like, days because other people were announcing pregnancies, Mm. and I couldn't, and I remember one person, like, they'd just got married, and they'd been married maybe, like, four or five months, and they're like, finally, we can announce that we're having a baby, and it took so long, and I'm like, don't even try me about taking so long. (laughs) I was like, I will fight you. (laughs) Like, um, I'm not follow yeah and so it, it was really stressful and like I've got some really lovely friends that when they got pregnant they like private messaged me and like told me and or like told me in person but I've had other friends who just like were going to tell me in a group situation at like a coffee date with other people mm. and while I get that they're excited and they think everyone's going to be so excited for them mm-hmm. I can't guarantee that I'm going to be nice about it because mm. I can't guarantee how I'm going to feel
1: are those yeah. friends, sort of, you, they know the sort of scenario that, you, yeah. 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 I think it's more people
0: get wrapped up in themselves. And that's fine. Like, it's your pregnancy and you're so excited. Mm. But I don't want to be that person who's, like, you're like, I'm pregnant. And gonna be like, cool. Yeah. yeah. So, like, my, like, default response ages was, that's so exciting for you. Mm. Yeah. Because I couldn't, I didn't have anything else. And so no. being told in private is so much easier because then I can like grieve. And then when I see you in person, I can be like, Yay, that's so exciting for yeah, you. Yeah. But like in person, I if yeah. you tell me in person, I'm legit probably just going to be like, Cool. Yeah. Awesome for you. And that's why I'm I mean, go now.
1: It's good that uh, you were so open about the fact that you like were going through IVF and all that scenario because it does make it easier in those situations, for if your close friends are pregnant, they know what, mm. like, probably better off to tell her a, a sort of yeah. separate scenario than just announcing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
0: was It sort of, it was interesting because... We were really open about the whole thing of, like, we were trying to have a baby and then we were doing IVF. And so we've always been real, like, open about it. We just kind of don't care. It's like, yeah. we're having a baby at some point. Whether we have to adopt that baby, whether we have the baby, we're we're going to have a baby. It just might take a while. <laughs> yeah. um, and we were always fairly, like, open about most of it. Um, and then, so when friends that we'd, like, spoken to about our journey had never said, like, even, like, we're trying to have a baby. Um, and then just be like, we're pregnant. I'd be like, ah. Oh. A little, yeah. like, heads up of, like, by the way, we're also trying, <laughs> yeah. would have just been nice to, like, soften the blow, because it, otherwise it comes a little bit out of the blue. And that's probably really selfish on my part, of being, like, I want you to tell me so that I feel better. <laughs> um, but it, it's a hard thing when you, like, see everyone, it feels like everyone around you is getting pregnant, and you yes. can't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely.
2: And I feel, I going back to, um, like, people asking when you're going to have kids and stuff like that, I feel like people haven't got the memo that it's not okay to ask that yet. I
0: find it so stressful and I try really hard because I I myself have like sat down and I've done it with you and Jono and I've done it with other friends of ours. When you go to say, when you have kids, and then I've tried to, I've been like consciously being like trying to say when or if you have kids. Mm -hmm. And so adding that caveat of like when or if, yeah, because some people don't want to have kids, some people Mm. can't have kids. like It's completely your choice whether you want to have kids, you don't want to have kids. We've got a friend who never wants to have biological kids, only wants to adopt. That's fine. Do whatever you do. You do your kids, whatever your life. like. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, I've noticed you do that. That's really cool.
0: But because it, it was really stressful for us. And we got it even before we got married. Like, I remember sitting at Christmas, the Christmas before we got married, and having Matt's cousins be like, so when are you having kids? And it was like, I was 20 at the time, being like, not for a while. <laughs> um,
2: and I know. And I, it's hard because like, it comes up at work. Quite regularly. Yeah, I'd but say.
0: everybody gets pregnant at work all of the time. Yeah,
2: I, I know. <laughs> I have that at my work as well. I, I know that, but I and I don't know if people just don't think through what they're saying or the impact that it ha- can have on someone, but it is a loaded
0: mm. question mm.
2: that can make it, like can have such
0: an impact on someone. Yeah, I mean, especially if your workmates aren't aware. Like, I was always very open with my workmates of, like, this is what we're doing, we can't have kids. Yeah. And I used to get really defensive when People were like, well, you're still young, you still got time. I'd be like, cool, what does yeah. that have anything to do with it? Yeah, yeah. And, and I think they always felt a little bit like I should have backed off. And I was like, well, no. don't come at me if you don't want a conversation. Yeah,
1: it's exactly. sort of one of those scenarios where you're like, if you don't know, you don't know, so don't ask. Like, yeah. Listen, yeah. if they don't want to tell you that whatever their situation is, whether, yeah. whether it's they're trying, they can't, they don't want, whatever, if you don't know where they stand in that scenario. Just shut up. Just don't talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing.
0: I, I think we come from a, like, society where everyone's real judge you and like, they come from, like, you get married, you have babies, you... Do this, blah, blah 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 blah. You work and you die and whatever.
1: Yeah, I think. And what's that this is life? life. <laughs> that is your purpose.
0: Um, but like, we're in a society now where like people choose to be childless and people choose to like have babies later in life, or they choose to adopt, or they choose to foster, or whatever. Mm. And it's completely fine to do whatever you want to do. Yeah, and not conform to that. Like, you must be married and then have babies and blah 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 exactly. blah blah. Um, and yeah, I think that's something that lots of people struggle to like get past. Of like, now you're married. Have babies because mm. I got married at 20, and people are like, Oh, I remember a friend being like, Well, how are you gonna finish university? and I was like, What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> and she's like, We well, won't you have babies. And I was like, Not straight away. I'm like, 20, <laughs> don't be psycho,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but people like people think that way, mm, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I've had it. <laughs> I had a scenario at work the other day, sorry, that's because I moved away uh, from there. Yeah. Scenario at work the other day where people at had... so I got married almost a year ago people had obviously been talking about the fact that I was pregnant or something along those lines. And then one guy just came up to me and was like, oh, so how's the morning sickness going? I'm not pregnant. You were like, um, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I was basically like, oh, pretty good, because I'm not pregnant. He was just like, <laughs> face drop, like, oh, shit. Like, That's so awkward. It's so awkward. I'm like, what would think it was okay to, like, I... Mm. Not mentioned it to anyone. Because I'm not pregnant. <laughs>
2: it was nothing to mention. <laughs> if you haven't heard
1: it from me, don't ask. Yeah.
0: People make such all good comments as well. Like when I was early pregnant, I used I'd have cravings for food, obviously, because people do, and I wouldn't be able to eat certain foods, and so I'd like be eating weird things for lunch. And people would be like oh, are you pregnant or something? And it's so mm. early, you don't want to say. No. So you just like, ah, oh, that's funny, and like move on. But it's so inappropriate because it makes you feel so uncomfortable. Because what if you were like, oh yeah, I am, and then you lose it, and then you've got to have that conversation because people. I don't want to talk to you about losing your baby no no. no 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 one wants to talk about that which is sucky as well because it happens all the time exactly mm. it's
2: one of those things that's not
0: uncommon at all
2: yeah not uncommon and yet we're not talking about it yeah oh,
1: God. it's like nice, it's such a catch too like don't talk about it if no one's talking about it but also like it needs to be talked about <laughs> yeah. it's just frustrating that people assume that just because you're a girl, you want
0: to have babies. Yeah, yeah. like whoa, you're a, you're a woman, you want to have babies, and it's like not everyone does. Yeah, mm,
1: exactly. Yeah, and also there's the other. End can we of the blame spectrum. it on the patriarchy? Yes, we definitely. <laughs> we definitely can. <laughs> um, the other end of the spectrum where people, females who are so want babies like they're just like Mm -hmm. everything and they can't see anyone they can't imagine anyone not yeah Mm -hmm. and so it's like they don't i just i find that difficult because i'm very much been for most of my 20s like i don't want kids like Mm. that's not something that i'm into right now or and it may not be in the future but then yeah at an age (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh actually, why? Do you want those? Oh dear. Yeah.
0: I suppose that, and that's the thing, I think people forget that it's like a personal choice. You don't yes. have to have kids. You can have oh, yeah. kids when you want to. You can have kids at 40, you can have kids at 20. You can have them wherever the fuck you want. Just <laughs> exactly. like as long as you're not hurting anyone, who cares? Yeah.
1: Exactly. But that's what I find difficult is when you are in the scenarios where you're with someone who you know is like like really wants kids. And you are in a situation where you don't necessarily want them, and you, you're both trying to talk about it, but you don't want to offend each yeah. other. In that scenario, <laughs> you're like, "Oh, let's just move on." <laughs> how, how do we talk about this? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I suppose it's
0: one of the hard conversations. I suppose you, you kind of hit as you're like getting quite serious in a relationship. Matt and I kind of miss that because we've been together like so long because we got together so young. Mm. Um, we always just. I don't know, I always assumed we'd get married and have babies and it kind of went a bit squiffy somewhere and then we got <laughs> back together and it's all ended up happy when we're married with babies now <laughs> exactly. but yeah you kind of, you've got to have that conversation at some point of being oh. like this is where I'm at. Where are you at? Cool. Yeah. Does this yeah. work? Maybe it doesn't. Maybe we need to find someone else. Yeah. Yeah. And what like we've got friends that have just done that, that have gone he's gone, I never want to have biological kids I don't even want to adopt. And she's like, I can change your mind. He's like, I don't want my mind changed. Mm, I, this, I know wow. what I want. And so they've split. Yeah. Because she obviously wants to have her own kids and that's fair. Yeah. But he doesn't he shouldn't have to change what she wants. She shouldn't have to change what he wants. It just, mm. it's hard. It's
1: so hard because when when, when you're in love, you're in love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you. Yeah, yeah. Oh guys, we could guys, keep talking. We could forever and ever and ever. <laughs>
2: We've got to wrap this up. Yeah. Um. Oh my word. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so so much. It has been so yeah, informative. Thank you so
1: much. No problem. Um. I've, I've learnt just like so, so much. So much.
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad. I'm trying to get it out there because I want people to feel like it's not something that you have to like hide in a dark corner and be like scared or ashamed about it's something that happens to like one in four couples in New Zealand and it's something we should embrace and talk about and something should be celebrated it's freaking amazing yeah exactly you definitely need an award
1: like far out (laughs) (laughs)
2: like here's an extra thousand (laughs) dollars
0: yeah it's like I've made a baby using science and it's so cool Yeah, yeah that is incredible
2: yeah. Oh, thank you so very much. Um, for our listeners, we hope you enjoyed that <laughs> and hit us up uh, on Instagram. You can follow us at basically being better. Other than that, we'll talk to you next week. Hey, bye. Bye. bye.
1: Basically, being better. Basically. Being every day better, every day give it your best, basically, it got and being got a day God bless. better, you've Be got give it your best, basically, it got free days.
0: He'd breathe on my face. Yeah. And I'd be like so angry. He's <laughs> so, so angry. And I'd get ragey right to yes. And then I'd wake him up and he'd get angry with me. And I'd be like, don't fucking get angry with me. I'm carrying your child. Be nice to me. Do as I tell you. No.